0: It's back in any after the show, episode 25 already. And today, let's see, uh, I've got, you get what you get, a lesson learned, and a new old diet.
1: I need to talk about this Matthew Perry stuff. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Get into that mess. And also, the middle seat on an airplane. You know there's rules. There are. And uh, I'm going to give you a reason why you might like to choose the middle seat on an airplane next time.
0: Okay, uh... A teenager recently uh, was in a Odessa, Texas pharmacy and stole a gummy bear. Now, normally we wouldn't talk about something that petty, but it seems that he stole the world's hottest gummy bear from the pharmacy. It's called a Lil Nitro. He runs out of the store.
1: Hottest is like the most wanted?
0: No, it's the hottest gummy bear. Like it'll
1: burn your mouth? Ever. Yeah. It'll burn your mouth. Okay. You know,
0: like those, that potato chip challenge is really hot, you know? How big are they? I don't. I don't know if they're that big, but I know they're supposed to be really, really hot.
1: Why do you want to ruin a gummy bear like that?
0: That's sad. So he 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 grabs it. He runs out of the store and downs it. Runs (laughs) back into the store in a cold sweat. He grabs an ice. That's what you get. (laughs) He grabs an iced tea from the cooler. Falls to the floor. Now his friend pays for the iced tea, and then they leave.
1: They didn't pay for the gummy bear.
0: No, because he stole it. That's but... what I'm saying. That's what you get. <laughs> exactly. The pharmacist posted on social media, he goes, we just put most of our inventory out yesterday. I remember thinking these bears might be a problem. Anyway, there were five and now there are four. <laughs> I hope you feel better, but not so much that you didn't learn something. <laughs> you idiot. Uh, maybe a lesson learned. Maybe not. We'll see.
1: All right, so he's written his memoirs, and um, he's everywhere. You can't—I mean, like this weekend wasn't Diane Sawyer sat down with Matthew Perry. He's on all—he's oh, on all the talk show circuits talking about this book he wrote. The problem I have is he's. Talking about other people, which I mean, everybody does that. If you want to sell a memoir, I guess you have to talk about other people. Yeah. But it's gross.
0: Yeah, no, it is. She's
1: talking about Valerie Bertinelli and making <laughs> out with her when her husband was passed out drunk. <laughs> like that's so awful. But she handled it well. She, I saw her on TikTok. The, I think it was Friday after all this came out, or Thursday. And she said, "Well, does anybody else have the regrets from something stupid they did in their twenties or thirties? Because I do. But is. now she said she's got paparazzi all of a sudden following her around oh everywhere, and they couldn't care less about her. A couple months ago, I guess, because you know she's just living her life. And what's she on Food Network sometimes? Yeah, now. she has
0: just some kind of I Food like Network her cooking show. Think. show.
1: Yeah. But, um, <laughs> Yeah, she's laughing it off. I mean, at least she's not." hiding or anything but i just think
0: yeah that's
1: a gross thing for him to do and then when he was with diane sawyer the other day he was talking about how because he had uh suffered with uh drug addiction right you know he's talked about that a lot over the years and in the book too and he said this is what he told diane sawyer he used to go to open houses on sunday And then go into the bathrooms and look for drugs and medication and take it out of the homeowner's cabinets because he said, well, nobody's going to think Chandler's stealing from.
0: Of course not. He's Chandler, you know? Oh,
1: at least he admits it now, but isn't that awful?
0: Can you imagine?
1: But the worst thing he did, and people gave him flack for it, but then he apologized, was um, attacking Keanu Reeves, because I don't know anybody that doesn't think Keanu Reeves is, like, the nicest.
0: <laughs> yeah. Have
1: you ever seen Keanu Reeves, like, in subways and stuff? People will videotape. Yeah, he's, like, a really him. nice laid-back dude. Yeah, he'll just dude. be sitting there, and if a woman comes in, he'll stand up and give her his seat, because... It's just, the that's the only thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I guess Matthew Perry had said something about, he was talking about River Phoenix being gone, and River was a beautiful man inside and out, too beautiful for this world, it turned out. It always seems to be the really talented guys who go down first. Why is it that? The, um, the original thinkers like River Phoenix and Heath Ledger die, but Keanu Reeves is still walking among us. I mean, wow. oh, man. man that's... He did apologize since then. <laughs> <laughs>
0: wow. <That's... laughs>
1: they were like, you don't come at Keanu Reeves like that, dude. And, come on, you're he Chandler. He listened. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: I just don't think, I think it's gross to talk about. You don't kiss and tell. Right? No. That's the rule.
0: You know, yeah, he, part, that's part of his 12 steps. I don't know.
1: Maybe. But
0: I don't know. But well, wow. I do
1: hope he's better now. He seems to be. But Good. the whole memoir thing, tell all books. <laughs>
0: Apparently he needs money.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess.
0: <laughs> okay, uh, a Hawaiian tattoo parlor. I love this name. It's called Tattoolicious. Uh, they've developed a huge following. What they do is they offer what you they call you get what you get option. For, so if you walk into, They the, pick, yeah, it's well, it's sort of like that uh, for people who are indecisive when they walk into the tattoo parlor. parlor. Oh,
1: so that'd you, be me,
0: right? You you pay two hundred dollars, and you get two spins from a gumball machine. Oh
1: my gosh, Containing that's various
0: tattoo designs. You now gotta the,
1: live with it for your. Rest
0: of your life. Uh If the customer still doesn't like the tattoo that has been chosen for them after the two spins, they can pay an extra twenty bucks for an additional spin. (laughs) Uh, Now, Michael Russell, who's the tattoo art, one of the tattoo artists, got the idea from uh, a Florida place that does the same thing. It's kind of an upgraded, futuristic version of the drunk tattoo that you would get with your friend. He says, but it takes out all the bad decision making in the process.
1: Well, okay, but I mean that's what I was thinking. This has to be for those people that gave it no thought at all and just right. walked and, into a tattoo parlor. And so, my I get, want
0: a tattoo. He goes, "It's more fun and and joyful thing where you don't know what you want, but you do know you want something from Hawaii." So oh. apparently, they're putting all only good you know, you know tattoos that they've come up with the artsy ones. Yeah, the artsy ones in this. On this gumball spin thing.
1: So, so it would represent your time in Hawaii
0: then. Right. It says the idea okay. is to provide options for people who might not be the strongest at just making one decision or don't care about what they get per se. So as long as they get one done well, of course.
1: Hmm.
0: Well, so, I mean.
1: You that's know, important. Yeah, if you're indecisive. <laughs> you decisive, want it to look good.
0: You know, yeah. and going, <laughs> I'm never going to be Hawaii again. I'm going to get a tattoo.
1: I just I wouldn't get one unless it meant something to me. Yeah, it it would
0: have to be something that was, you know, meaningful.
1: And I've not gotten one yet, so I don't think I don't think so I'm going to. I mean, I'm not opposed to it. Like my husband, my kids all have one. Um But I just can't think of anything I want to live with for the rest of my life.
0: (laughs) So so you're not ready for the the McEnany after the show tattoo yet? No. Okay. Okay. (laughs) We'll work on that. Probably not
1: going to happen. Okay.
0: Okay. We'll work on that.
1: Okay. So I thought this was funny because I flew home from Scotland. It was like a nine-hour flight in the middle seat. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) You know, you've all been, everybody at least once in your life, you've been in the middle seat. And it turns out, like, 0.6% of people when they were asked by Virgin Australia, uh, flight or airlines, if they would prefer the middle seat, only 0.6% of people actually said, yes, they would prefer. I don't know why anybody would prefer a middle seat. Oh no, never. Unless you're with two friends or family members and you know, that wouldn't bother me. You're sitting between your, but you're still, I don't know, squeezed in the middle, um, So anyway, they're trying to change the thought process for people about, at least at Virgin Australia uh, Airlines, they want people to uh, participate in this, join the program, and enter the lottery using the Virginia Australian app within 48 hours of your departure time to put in for the middle seat. If you take the middle seat or you're willing to, as this lottery goes, you could win a cruise, trips. Or tickets. Wow, would you be willing to take the middle seat with that in mind?
0: Well, for me, no. I mean, I'm six five, two forty. Got a long leg. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm a big dude. I can't, you know.
1: <laughs> That's the thing. Okay. You know, here's what bothers me. Have you ever heard if you're if you're in the middle seat, and since you can't usually sit in the middle, you may not know, but there's a rule when it comes to the middle seat. Have you heard about the armrest rule? No. The person in the middle should get both armrests.
0: Really? Because
1: okay. the people on either side have a, their armrests for sure. They have an right. armrest for on the, sure. Yeah. On by the, the wall
0: or by the aisle. Yes. Yeah.
1: So that means the wow. person in the middle is supposed to get both armrests. That's what I've always heard. That's See, the rule I never knew of, that. That's the courtesy rule. And the other thing that drives me nuts. <laughs> The man spread thing. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a woman, you're sitting there cross-legged trying to take up like as less space as possible. That guys don't care. They're just like,
0: <laughs> I'm just gonna let it all. out. My hang
1: legs up. are <laughs> taking up the space. Anyway, that drives me nuts. But I was curious if if other is it just me about the the armrest thing. I've I never really thought, thought about that was it. a common courtesy. That you've never. Have you ever I, had to sit in the middle? seat? Oh yeah, seat? I've,
0: I've I've had to sit okay. in the middle seat, and I will probably have to sit it because um, <laughs> our company will not pay the extra money to put me on a on the aisle or the window coming up. So okay, <laughs> <laughs> if they're listening, maybe they'll upgrade me to you know, they'll, I'll I'll be able to pay the extra twenty five and get the seat I want.
1: You anyway, do
0: that. but I'm gonna I'm gonna probably get um, the middle seat on the way to Kansas City. <laughs> Granted, it's only a two hour flight. But still, it's not uh, bad. No, no. But but still, that middle seat is just uh, it's not really my choice.
1: I'd be willing to try this, though. Velocity frequent flyer members can do it, like sign up to take the middle seat and possibly win these prizes. Hmm. It would make it less painful, maybe.
0: (laughs) You know, if I won, maybe I would take the middle seat more often. Maybe it would, you know, I don't know. (laughs) We'll see. Okay, I, 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 have fl- I have a flight attendant in, in my story, too. A Las Vegas flight attendant named Rusty McIntyre is going viral. He is on a diet they call the Neanderthal diet. He eats... Meat. Raw lamb, raw Ew. rabbit, raw meat, and Ew. octopus.
1: Why raw?
0: It, he's a, it's a Neanderthal diet. Uh, Rusty also Shuck. drinks unpasteurized milk which is illegal, of course, in most of the United States. Mm. Uh, He downs two pounds of raw meat every day, he says. Wow. He goes, when I'm eating an abundance of any raw form of meat, I truly feel a heightened amount of energy and sense of focus, he says. It could be a mental thing, but personally for me, when I come off of my raw diet, I feel sluggish, more sluggish than when I'm on it. Okay. So is that a new trend, people going to the... I mean, hey, listen. The Atkins thing—they all meat diet. I could do that with my eyes closed. You know, you throw steak and bacon. Yeah, and, but the
1: raw thing. But the I the raw that. thing just—that I mean, sounds awful.
0: Boy, that just that just pushes you that to a whole new level that I'm not sure I can like wrap my arms around.
1: Torture for me. I wouldn't do it.
0: And I mean, I don't drink regular milk. I mean, I can't imagine (laughs) unpack because that just reminds me when I was a kid and that smell going into the dairy. Oh man! Oh, I I I can't I I can't do it. Nope, I can't do it.
1: Yeah, no, that's gross. Nope. Okay, so this caught my attention today. I thought it was funny. Uh, there's a painting that's been hanging upside down for 75 years in this art gallery, <laughs> thing, and the curator it. just realized it because she was studying the artist. I'm not going to be able to say his name. I I've never heard of the guy. Uh, it's P I E T. Is that Piet? 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 Piet. Sure. Mondrian has a painting from 1941. It's red, yellow, black, and blue lines of tape. It's called New York City Eye. Um, and and I looked it up because I was curious. And it really just looks like, it looks like you took duct tape and did lines <laughs> across. They're like a checker pattern, kind of like a checker pattern or a flannel pattern. Uh-huh. I don't know. Anyway, the curator was researching the artist and realized, oh, that painting's upside down <laughs> <laughs> and it has been for 75 years but now she said it's been hanging that way for so long that in some of some of the tape is starting to fray and is hanging by a thread and if they hang it the right way now it would you know, gravity would pull on it the wrong direction, and it would come apart. It might tear apart, yeah. Yeah, so they're gonna leave it hanging. Plus, she said that's part of its story now. Oh yeah! <laughs> wow. I wonder if the artist ever knew that they hung it.
0: No, because you, you know, I mean, artist would probably go say something. You would think, oh, yeah. You know, excuse me.
1: <laughs> but it's just, I mean, nothing against the guy, but it's just lines
0: and duct tape.
1: So I, I can see why they wouldn't have known but it was upside down.
0: You know, I, I, I'm, Cause I'm so uncultured. Because either way you uncultured. turn it, it
1: still lines. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, I'm so uncultured. <laughs> Except for maybe the Mona Lisa. Yeah, you could turn all art upside down. I, I would have had no clue. Be like, <laughs> it looks great. It looks the same upside down as it does right side up. I wouldn't know. I mean, come on. <laughs> I, I'm a dude. I'm, I'm uncultured. What are you going to do? I that's would
1: be that way. Hey, that's, that's it for this week. We'll try to do better.